Why do you struggle to be consistent in your marketing? Why do you never feel like you know what to say or how you quote unquote should be marketing? You have to approach marketing as a mad scientist. You don't have to wait for the day that people start paying attention to your content or caring about what you're selling. You have the power to use your words to captivate their attention and send them directly into their next aligned step. You have power. Welcome to Selling Chocolate, the podcast where I am sharing the tactical steps, mindset shifts, and strategies that will help big-hearted entrepreneurs like you expand your visibility, impact, and income, and create consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Around here, we call that sustainable success. I'm your host, Carly Jo Bell, cat lady, business coach, product and service-based business owner, and the founder of Whole Co. Media. By tuning into this episode today, you are showing your brain that not only is it possible for you to create genuinely sustainable success in your business, it's also a reality that is available to you right now. And now all you need to do is listen and then choose to take the aligned next step toward your version of sustainable success. So let's dive in. I want you to forget everything you have ever learned about marketing. Just for a second. (laughs) Whether you learned it from the most amazing coach in the world, or you picked it up from a competitor who seems to be, quote unquote, more successful than you, I want you to drop all of it right now. And without those shoulds as a distraction, I want you to pause for a moment and ask yourself, why do you want to be inconsistent in your marketing? Why don't You want to show up consistently, powerfully, authentically. Why are you more committed to hating marketing than you are to actually converting from your content? Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I ask these types of questions to myself, it literally feels like someone punched me in the gut. It's like, oh, right? Like, (laughs) it hurts because even though there's a little voice in your head that's saying, what? No, like, hang on a second. I want to convert from my content. What do you mean? Why am I more committed to hating marketing? I'm not. You also have that gut feeling of, oh, you're right. And there is definitely a story underneath that response that is worth digging into so that you can find freedom from it. I can't tell you how many times I have asked someone what their biggest obstacle currently is in their business and they respond with some variation of marketing. Like seriously, if I got a nickel every time someone said that, I could just build my million dollar business from that. No need to do any of this. (laughs) It's like everyone in the online business world got together and decided one day that we are all going to loathe marketing. Though, funny enough, at that conversation, I don't think anyone was willing to fess up to the fact that the reason that they hate marketing is simply because they have no fucking clue what they're doing and they feel like they shouldn't quote unquote have to do this work to learn how to market their business when they didn't go into business to be a marketer. They went into a business to do their expert level work. 
I don't know. Is that too harsh? (laughs) Um, As a business owner, you have two main jobs in your business. They are to attract and deliver. You are responsible for attracting clients and customers to you, and you are responsible for delivering a stellar customer experience to them. Attract and deliver. These are your two top priorities, and they are also equal priorities. And while I'd wager that you probably have the deliver bit down pretty well, I'm going to bet that if you're listening to this episode, you need some help with the attract bit. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to share how to create your perfect marketing strategy in this podcast episode mostly because I already have a program that does that, Marketing Magnified, which we will absolutely link in the show notes. Take a look. But I actually want to talk about the thing that is going to make sure that no matter what marketing strategy you create and follow, it will actually be successful and not just yet another thing that so-and-so coach told you would work, but at the end of the day, just didn't feel good to you. And that is that you have to be a mad scientist. If you ever want your marketing content to connect with and convert your audience into paying soul aligned clients and customers. Before I explain that a little bit more, let me tell you a story about this very podcast episode. Back in January, or well, I say back in January because it's currently January when I'm recording this episode, it's going to be released in February. I'm still trying to understand all the podcast timelines, (laughs) but anyway, back in January, AKA literally right now for me, but back in January for you, I was recording season one of the selling chocolate podcast. Anyway, I had agreed with my podcast manager that I would have all of the episodes recorded by January 7th. And well, if I look at the calendar and I'm being totally honest with you, it is currently January 9 at 9.30 PM and I am recording episode four to five. Yes. I'm late. But the reason I'm late is because no matter what I did in this last week, I could not figure out what I wanted to say for this episode. My podcast manager and I had obviously already talked about what I was going to say, but something was really just feeling off about this particular episode and I couldn't put my finger on it. So I put it off and I put it off and I procrastinated some more. (laughs) And then Sunday rolled around and I promised her I'd have everything by Monday and her team is in the UK. So Monday starts earlier for her than it does for me. And finally, I just was like, okay, I just need to get this done. So I sat down at my desk and I tried to record. Four hours later, (laughs) I had a 30-ish minute episode recorded that I absolutely loathed. Oh, it was honestly like probably, I feel like the worst thing I've ever created. It was so bad. (laughs) Mind you though, I had already spent a couple of hours earlier in the week trying to map this episode out. So not including the time that it took to create and record this new iteration of this episode, I have spent about six hours trying to record a single episode of this podcast. When I asked myself, why on earth is this so hard for me? I realized that it came down to three questions. What if the episodes aren't good enough? What if I've spent all this time and I don't get any new clients from this podcast? What if no one wants to hear this information and it's way too simple for them? 
I had broken the one main rule that I tell all of my clients when they are creating content. Drop the perfectionism and put on your mad scientist hat. Why a mad scientist? Because mad scientists care more about the process of figuring things out than they care about getting a specific end result. Mad scientists are willing to make a mess and not be perfect with the understanding that that is the only way you eventually create magic. They are committed to the journey and committed to having fun along the journey, and they know that nothing is on the line if they accidentally mess a piece of the process up because they trust themselves to keep iterating and adapting and learning. They know they're going to be okay if experiment number 314 doesn't pan out. They aren't tying their worth to the ability to create an outcome. They are carrying an innate knowing of their worth that allows them to show up wholly for every step of the journey. And that is quite literally the fastest path to genius. I mean, think about Leonardo da Vinci for a second, who is a great example of a mad scientist. He was doing things back in the 1400s that people thought he was absolutely insane for. He literally designed a plane, y'all, like (laughs) something that wasn't actually successfully built by humans until the 1900s, nearly 500 years later. Imagine if good old Leo would have been self-conscious about oh, but what if this plane doesn't fly like I want it to? (laughs) Or imagine if he stopped himself before even dreaming of creating this flying machine because he didn't really know what he was doing. We would have lost his genius. And this is exactly what's happening when you are showing up in your marketing as a perfectionist rather than as a mad scientist. Hey friend, before we dig in deeper to today's topic, I have something you are absolutely going to want to know about. To celebrate the launch of Selling Chocolate, I'm running a giveaway throughout the month of February. Five people will win a group coaching session with me, and one of those lucky people will also win a 60-minute VIP one-on-one coaching session with me. That is the potential to win two whole hours working with me. In both the group session and the VIP session, we will uncover at least one of the current bottlenecks in your business and focus on building the relevant foundations of your sustainable sales system so you can be supported and strategic in taking your next step into your next level goals. Past clients have used these types of sessions to clarify their offer suite, uncover their authentic and powerful messaging, step into the confidence needed to raise their prices or restructure an offer, build out their aligned marketing strategy, work through sticky sales situations so they can start selling with more ease and absolutely no sleaze, and so much more. You would seriously be surprised with what we can get done in an hour. To enter the giveaway, all you need to do is leave me a rating and review on iTunes and then upload a screenshot of your review at the link that is in my show notes. That's it. 
The winners of both the group coaching and the VIP prize will be selected at random on February 28th and will be notified via email that week. So go ahead, pause this episode, quickly leave a rating and review on iTunes, and then upload that screenshot at the link in the show notes. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the podcast. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited for the winners. (laughs) All right, let's get back to the show. Why do you struggle to be consistent in your marketing? Why do you struggle to show up authentically and wholly in your marketing? Why do you never feel like you know what to say or how you quote unquote should be marketing? Because you're afraid of making a mess. Because you're afraid of putting in the energy and the effort and not getting the desired outcome. Because you're worried that if it's not perfect right from the get-go, then people might judge you for it. Future or present you might judge you for it. Your potential clients are going to see it. Potential customers are going to see it. And then you're going to fail miserably. Your whole business is going to crash and burn. You're going to have to go back to get a nine to five. All because that one post wasn't written exactly in the best way it coulda, shoulda, woulda been done. I'm dramatizing things a bit here, but I think there is this idea in our online business world that if you aren't immediately hitting massive financial goals in your business, then something must be wrong with you. Maybe wrong with your business, wrong with your offers. There is something wrong. And so we end up so terrified of potentially doing it wrong that we either try to do everything to get our results or we sit back and we do nothing. I am an everything person. I'm going to be totally honest here. When I start to feel insecure, I start doing the most. I cannot tell you how exhausting it was back when I was trying to be on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and email. When I was creating a new sales page for every single new offer I had before even validating the offer or working with clients in that offer to understand what they were actually wanting and looking for. When I was showing up consistently and posting every day, but still struggling to get anyone on a sales call with me. When I was trying to learn about automations and set up a Dubsado account because someone somewhere said that I needed one if I wanted to scale. When I had hired before I had the infrastructure to actually support that hire. When I was doing all of the above and more in the same month, many times on the very same day. But then again, I probably don't need to tell a lot of you how exhausting that was because you're experiencing that exhaustion right now. I've also, though, in my time in business, run into so many do-nothing people. The people who say they're going to simply align with their desires and then God or the universe will deliver it to them who are saying they trust in the universe to provide, but in reality, they're not doing their part to create their desired reality. Inner alignment is important, absolutely, but equally so is aligned action. Both of these responses of doing everything, doing the most, or doing nothing come from your fear of doing it wrong. And therefore worrying that if you do it wrong, you will never be successful. And both of these responses also are giving all of your power away. Alice Walker said the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. 
And this is precisely why so many entrepreneurs think they hate marketing because they feel powerless. They feel like they can be creating content all day, every day, but it's never up to them whether or not someone decides to actually book a call or buy. They feel like they can show up consistently or give value or any of those trite pieces of advice that so many coaches give, but they still have to wait for someone to choose to pay attention to them. They feel like it's not worth doing a live if only a couple people are going to be there on the live with them. And so they're waiting for their audience to show up for them before they show up for their audience. They are giving away their power by thinking they don't have any, by thinking they don't determine who is attracted to their marketing content. They don't determine whether they're worthy of being visible. They don't determine whether or not they'll ever be able to reach the heights of success that they desire to reach. And so they wait on the sidelines, either distracting themselves from the misery of powerlessness by doing all the things or by thinking, well, maybe something's just wrong with my mindset, so I need to fix that before the universe will deem me deserving of success. But you have power. You have power. You have the power to use your words to stop your ideal customer's scroll, to captivate their attention, and send them directly into their next aligned step, which if you know how to sell in your content will be to work with you or buy from you. You have the power to speak your truth and share your expertise so authentically in a live that even if only a couple of people show up to that live, they are going to buy. You have the power to create the type of content that connects with and converts your audience into paying soul-aligned clients and customers, and to know that every single time you create content, you get paid. I know all of this sounds fine and dandy, but I'm going to bet that there are a few of you hearing this and thinking, okay, Carly, but if I had the power, then wouldn't I already be converting from my content? Wouldn't it already have happened by now? Wouldn't I no longer be stuck here? And to answer that, I want to give you an example that many of you are unfortunately going to resonate with. I have lived most of my life having a voice in my head saying that I'm fat. And therefore, I have battled against that and started to feel at times like I'm not good enough as a human being because I'm fat. And society says that being fat is bad. Fat is not valuable. Fat is unworthy of being seen. Now, I also understand that logically, I am quite healthy. And no, please know that I am not saying that fat is the antithesis to healthy, because bodies of every shape and size can be healthy. But because my body has curves, and does not fit into the stick-thin 90s and early 2000s pre-body positivity movement idea of what a woman's body should look like. I am now having to very intentionally heal my self-image and detach my self-worth from what my body does or doesn't look like. If I had the ability to consciously choose what marketing messages I paid attention to, do you think I ever would have willingly chosen to pay attention to marketing messages that told me my body as it is, isn't good enough. 
As consumers, we pay attention to the things that grab our attention. We do not choose the things that grab our attention. And big businesses have used this vulnerability of ours to their advantage for years because they realize that if they can make an ad that's flashy and sexy enough, we will watch it. I generally hate drinking soda, but I can play that entire Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad in my brain on demand. As a small business owner and as a big-hearted entrepreneur, that is not how you are going to sell. You are not going to be the sleazy marketer who is using this natural human vulnerability to sell your people a message that they don't want or need to hear. Instead, you are tapping into this humanness by creating content that first authentically connects and then from that connection converts. You hold the power to attract your clients and customers to you through your content. When you start speaking their language, addressing their specific problems, questions, and experiences, and tell them about, yes, that means sell, a solution that is very obviously going to get them what they want, which by the way, those are all things I teach in all of my programs, (laughs) you have the power in your hands. You do not have to sit and wait for the day that someone notices you. You don't have to wait for the day that you magically get your big break. You don't have to wait for the day that people start paying attention to your content or caring about what you're selling. You get to quite literally create the moment that your ideal customer connects with you, and you do that through your content. Your ability to attract your right fit clients and customers isn't actually up to them. It's up to you. You aren't waiting for them to notice you or choose you. They are waiting for you to speak to them. But you can only do that well through practice. And of course, working with me on building up your marketing foundations and learning how to sell always helps too. (laughs) Being a perfectionist with your business isn't serving anyone, least of all you. Because perfectionists never try enough things to figure out what they really want and what they really need to be saying and doing to get the results that they desire. You have to approach marketing as a mad scientist. And that is when you are going to unlock a world where marketing can start converting and where, yes, you just might even start to have fun doing the work to attract new clients and customers too. When you lose the shoulds and approach marketing as a mad scientist, and when you allow yourself to start prioritizing marketing, prioritizing attraction, just as much as you are prioritizing delivering an amazing customer experience to your people, consistency in your marketing will become the least of your concerns. Instead of asking questions like, how many times should I post? What should my hashtag strategy be? What platform should I be on? You're going to be asking questions that matter. Like, how can I step even further into my power and show up in my marketing like I own this place? You have the power to attract your soul-aligned clients and customers. So now the only question is, if you knew that to be true, what action would you take? Go and do that and see what magic comes. 
Hey friend, thanks for listening to this episode of Selling Chocolate. I'm gonna guess you are here because you wanna create sustainable success in your business. You know, consistent five-figure months, doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. And though these podcast episodes are killer, if I do say so myself, (laughs) you're ready to go even deeper than a 30-minute episode allows. And that's why I've created the Expand Accelerator, the business coaching program where you will expand your visibility, impact, and income while creating your version of sustainable success. We do this through offering three different tiers based on where your next revenue goal is, with tiers focusing on your first 10K month, consistent five-figure months, and 50K and beyond months. At every tier, you are supported to develop your sustainable sales system, the six-part framework that ensures your offers, messaging, marketing, and sales strategy are all effortlessly working in cohesion with one another at all times. Pair that with a deep commitment to doing the inner work every single step of the way, and your expansion into your next level quite literally becomes inevitable. Within this container, past clients have gotten five new four-figure clients with literally zero audience of their own, learned how to market and sell with ease and no sleeves, started selling their first five-figure packages with so much confidence, pivoted their offers into work they actually love doing, and many have had their first 10K and beyond month. Most importantly though, they are all expanding from the inside out and learning how to step into the most authentic and powerful version of themselves in every facet of their lives and businesses. And that is what lays the foundations for any of their external expansion. If you're looking for a coaching container that is built to help you get out of the hustle and design a business that feels spacious, sustainable, and yes, expansive, and you're ready to step into your next level, apply for the tier that aligns with your goals at expandaccelerator.com.